0: Okay, it was a bad idea the first time, but you didn't know any better. Every subsequent time, of which this is the fourth, it's (laughs) been a worse idea, and yet it still exists. Hello, and welcome to I Thought They Spelled That on the Outside, a show that's kind of tired. So ba- ba- oh, exhausted. So exhausted. It's been a long day. It's been a long run of podcasting. It's
1: been months, worn down like to a fine nub.
0: Started doing this whole pro radio thing in the morning. They make you wear pants and not drink <clears throat> beer while you do it.
1: That's That's not pro, that's amateur, man. That's like hobby radio real have you seen howard stern's booth howard stern is a special case yes <laughs> that is true that is true he is a special sunflake no sunflake
0: <laughs> <What>? yes <laughs> yes a sunflake he is a sunflake that's how special he is
1: he's a sunflake
0: exactly that special yes yes indeed
1: so special <sighs>
0: but but there, there we go Yes. It's extra weird, because the, the show I'm producing is about mental health and addiction. So at the end of it, it's lunchtime, and I'm like, so, this is the part where I'd normally invite you guys out for a pint, but I don't think you're that crowd. So I'm just going to pretend I have to fiddle about with the station computers for a while, until after you've gone, and then I'm going to go get lunch.
1: <laughs> Here's a thought. Just take him out, go out for a dry lunch, you know. Alcoholics, I'm sure, have some really good stories to tell. Or meth fiends, or people with bipolar, or whatever you're doing that day. I don't know.
0: I don't know. They're 12-steppers. <clears throat> okay. I I don't know what stories they have. I'm sure they're about making amends. <laughs> or, or hitting rock bottom. Or accepting higher powers. Yes. All of these things. All of these, all such things. Yes. So, that is entirely beside the point. <laughs> the point is, is that, that my name is Scott. <laughs> And my name is Justin. And this is our show where we rant about things we think, we, we've seen or read or consumed lately. But before Media we do- th- we have yes into our bodies. Yes. and be- But before we get into that, we should do Pick of the Week, our segment where we say, hey, here's a thing for the week that we've picked. You're- Justin, yes. after you. Thank you, sir.
1: I appreciate you giving me this because I am going to pick something that uh, all the nerds are loving these days a little Netflix show by
0: the name of Stranger Things. Have you have you seen it? Have you seen it Scott? I feel at this point I need to let it die down. Like I I missed the I missed the wave. I missed the wave. Right. So there was that week of everyone is going through it as fast as they can and it's all fever fever pitch excitement and now it's winding down to the think pieces and the the still general positive feels and the generating apps that let you put custom text into that title screen and then in like a month Make your own fonts yeah and then yeah. in like a month i will be able to watch it and say hey yeah i saw it it's pretty good or whatever yeah. my thoughts happen to be without necessarily the looming pressure of confronting a the the <laughs> pop culture juggernaut du jour I was fortunate enough to be something on the vanguard.
1: The wife and I watched it in pretty rapid succession when it came out. Oh, and it's only eight
0: episodes, okay? So that is
1: not a problem at all. You can mainline this in a day and not be really tired.
0: Yeah, which not, is great. Not like the other Netflix shows going to thirteen <clears throat> and just draining you out, right? Yeah, because you know that extra five
1: hours—that's that's a lot, especially considering the arc. You know, Stranger Things, you get like uh, seven hours of incredible excitement. And then one hour of post climax, still it well, you know, twenty minutes of post climax till everything just wrap. up. You know, Daredevil, <laughs> you know, fighting ninjas for ten hours and uh-huh. then boom, 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 explode. And yes, yeah. So yeah, that's that's you know, that's that wins you. So Daredevil, I practically watch like a regular TV show. Watch an episode, go to bed. But Stranger Things, you can. I mean, I we did spread it out. I think we did like two episodes a day for a while, and then watch the last four on Sunday because whoa, it's Sunday. But, uh, it is, it is It is. set in the 80s, and I would just like to say, I am tired of people acting like the 80s is some sort of distant fucking dimension. I lived there for 10 years. It was pretty straightforward. And, you know, it's not a nostalgia factor. It's just, that's when they set the show. That is the era, the period in which the show is set, and that's fine. It's just like, you know, did people say that uh, that drinking advertising dude show was a nostalgia piece, or was it? Uh, or is the '60s allowed to be a period now?
0: I'm I'm gonna say, well, it's weird because I think '80s is more demanding mm. as a period because none of it survived, right? Like it's it was all made of plastic, so it just <laughs> got compacted. I mean, that's true for well, the '60s y- too. There's a lot of plastic f- furniture that I assume that Mad Men had 3D printed based on <laughs> you know some CAD designer obsessing over a bunch of production to bunch, like three photos and a catalog description. Intro- oh my god, description.
1: Dude, dude. you have no idea. There are... I have a friend who collects mid-century furniture. Oh god. Like, he actually has accidentally accumulated one of the best collections of a certain type, which basically means that it's not an incredibly collectible thing if you can accidentally
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, get them. Yeah, it's... He didn't try to get this particular brand, this particular line. He, he just didn't wake up one day and say,
1: I'm gonna do this. It just sort of happened. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's... There is like, a like, lot. Like, try of to stuff. find an
0: '80s Coke can. Like, if 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 you want your character to open the fridge and pull out a Coke in a show set in the '80s, find a can that does that. You want Don Draper to reach into his fridge and open a 1960s-era Coke bottle? You can find them by the thousand. Can no can from the '80s? Never well, going to
1: happen. Here's the thing: I, in fact, have several Coke cans <laughs> that were actually banks. We used them uh, when I was a Boy Scout. We got these cans that were actually piggy banks—you could just put slots of change into the top. So I have a few of those left over. So perhaps not that hard.
0: I'm sure there's a workaround I, now.
1: I, I would—I will actually say they did—they well, did an interview. You're going to love this. The prop lady did an interview with the CBC mm-hmm. where she talked about how she put together all the stuff because there's a a very large part of the show is pudding, and you cannot buy pudding cans like they had back in the 80s. No, you can't. can't. Those don't exist anywhere. So what she did is she went and she sought out a product that had a similar packaging. And what she found was cocktail weenies. So the kids, every time they're opening a pudding can... are. Actually, opening a can of cocktail which don't, which are just a horrible lie to, to to put the kids through because they, you know, they're opening ah pudding, <gasps> chocolate pudding, man, yeah. that that stuff's great. Yes, but uh, no, it's when you get to it, you're gonna like it. I'm pretty sure you will.
0: You know, every, everything it it's in the queue for mm-hmm. a reason. Everything I hear is very positive and very interesting to me. But now it's just sort of like I'm gonna let this I'm gonna let this sucker mellow. I'm gonna form my own thoughts. <laughs> As for my pick Personally of the week, valid. As for Hey my, Scott, what's your pick of the week? Yeah, as for my pick of the week, speaking of the '80s, I'm going to go with a game called Firewatch. It is, oh. uh, it is, it is a very interesting little game set in the 1980s, where you are a guy who, because of problems in his personal life, decides that the best thing to do is to spend an entire summer in an Oregon national park on his own as a guy who tracks the progress of of uh, forest fires. And, well, because that's the sort of thing you needed to have people on the ground to do in the 80s. Well, you still kind of need it. Yeah. It-
1: they, they don't have satellites and drones?
0: Um, the National Park Service does not have a drone budget, although they should. They, they could get a lot done with quadcopters that I don't know if anyone else really needs them for that.
1: Do quadcopters burn when they crash? <laughs> Cause I'm just thinking, yeah, they could get a lot done, including
0: starting forest fires. Um, I guess if the battery cr- cracks open, right? That, that's the scenario. But, but the game is basically, um, walking around this park. Poking at things, examining things, figuring out what happened to the last guy who had your job oh wow, and uh talking to your supervisor who's like three towers or one tower over over the walkie talkie and okay uh, I think what the the small genius of it is that you do have someone to talk to on a walkie talkie because video game yeah. characters by necessity talk to themselves a lot yes they it's it's just a thing that you have to do because someone has to tell the player. What's there needs going to be exposition. on? Someone needs to tell the player what's going on. So sometimes, you know, Geralt's looking at some tracks and he has to say, this is what these mean. Player, oh, do what's next. Looks like,
1: looks like a deer was through here.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then, then you can carry on. And so having your character forced into constant communication where he has to <clears> describe <throat> things to another person and be like, yeah, so there's a lot of beer cans around here. You know, that, that suddenly there's makes a lot of
1: beer cans around here.
0: That that makes a lot of sense. And it does go into this weird uh, head-trippy horror space, and it does a com- really good job of tricking the player into the same paranoid state as the character. Uh-huh. Because isolation will play tricks on you, yes. and it's it's just an interesting little afternoon's worth of gameplay.
1: So, Scott? Yeah? Break my heart. What platforms is it available in?
0: I think it's on everything except tablets.
1: Oh, well, that's good. So I'd probably be able to play it on my x Uh,
0: let me... Ch- x Xbone. Let's see.
1: Um cuz I just I just have spent a week listening to people talk about how awesome No Man's Sky is. And I've got a 5-year-old computer and an Xbox One.
0: Okay, there are, it is currently not on the Xbox One. There's a chance it could. What's
1: the higher chance? It'll be on the Xbox or it'll be on the uh on the tablets? Probably the Xbox.
0: Okay. <clears throat> what have I done? What have I done? What have I done? I deserve this. Uh, I don't know what you did, you've done to deserve um, not getting the exclusives you want. I mean, you, you no. can play the new Tomb Raider. That would be fun. That, I think exclusives are stupid. There is okay, there is this weird sense in which they insert ensure the viability of your platform. But at the same time that I think the general fan reaction of uh, uncharted uncharted is better because Xbox one players can't play it is kind of stupid.
1: It's a weird thing to build your brand on.
0: Yeah. Uh
1: Tom Brader.
0: Oh, Tom Brader.
1: Rihanna Pratchett worked on that, didn't she?
0: Yes. And once again they brought her in late. <laughs> Not as late as last time, though, so the game holds together pretty well. Ooh, that doesn't sound like a good thing. It's like,
1: uh, could you, could you help us out, miss? Please, miss?
0: Well, they, well, the last time, they didn't bring her in until after they decided that, no, it wasn't going to be a horror game, but we still should use all the cutscenes we built for the horror game. Please oh, write this God. for us. Please write us out of this bizarre quandary. Write us out of this hole we dug ourselves in, Rihanna. Riri, fix us. This time, Rihanna Pratchett showed up and it's like, so what are you you doing so far? Well, we kind of think like Soviet Russia and some sort of lost city. And it's like, okay, I can do something with that. (laughs) Lost cities are cool. Lost cities are cool. Abandoned Soviet installations. Also cool. Fun to shoot dudes in. Yes. I don't think I've
1: played a lot of games, where you have that opportunity.
0: You should you should try uh you should try Metro then. Oh, I well then. As a
1: matter of fact, I have. I have played one of the Metro games. Uh, That's some dark stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I played the sequel too because it was a free gold game. Yeah, the the the
0: double pack. All right, no, just oh Metro twenty thirty four or whatever something like that. Whatever they actually called the sequel. (laughs) Metro, uh, just punch the guy. Just shoot them. They're mutants. They're not. Oh, they're bad people. Throw throw knives at Nazis. (laughs) That's sort of a good, you know, that's just a good weekend, really. Except they aren't actually Nazis. It's, the book, the the book apparently tells it in a way that makes sense. The game (laughs) is just like, there are the denizens of one subway station, and then there's an invading bunch of assholes who call themselves Nazis, despite not knowing what the Nazis are. Oh, because
1: it's really ironic, Russian Nazis.
0: Yeah, but there we go. Uh, As for our main topic tonight, we are talking about the new Ghostbusters movie. Yay! So but before we talk about the new Ghostbusters movie fuck off guys seriously just deal like your childhood's fine
1: or you know if your childhood's so fragile that someone remaking a movie ruins it it wasn't therapy. fine and
0: yeah get you therapy talk to someone. like therapy is more important than your petition or your <laughs> metacritic score ah oh, it's like everything i think
1: that's horrible is just like
0: leaping up to
1: confirm its existence
0: yeah like that that's it it's basically like really like nothing's sacred as far as i'm concerned if you tell me you want to do a movie you have to tell you just have to tell me why and it's like we're remaking the magnificent seven and i'm like okay i've we're seen
1: we, okay here's I, the thing. we're remaking the seven samurai but it's cowboys
0: and i'm like i'm like oh well 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 john ford that seems like an that seems like a cool thing to do <laughs> or, or you could be like we're remaking the seven samurai but it's a cyberpunk future and one of them's a robot and i'm like that sounds intriguing i will watch your show (laughs) john sturgis yeah if if you were like and so if you say we're remaking the seven samurai cowboys again this time but more comedic and we've got denzel washington i'm like maybe
1: more diverse cast but denzel and chris pratt
0: like that's the All thing right, it's fine. like like it's like it's denzel and chris pratt so you've kind of sold me there i'm not saying i'm um, never i probably won't run around saying it's better than seven samurai but i might be like hey worse things to do <laughs> i so, it'll even be better than magnificent seven but the thing is that's a really good movie like it, it it's like two very high bars you have to hop yeah and i mean denzel's great but you can't carry six other guys well i mean ethan hawk doesn't suck
1: who's playing the bad
0: dude in this who's the guy who's the raider dude yeah who's the bandit i'm not gonna look that up
1: well Lee so- i don't know who that is but I'm sure you
0: do um maybe maybe i've seen uh, some south korean actor I-, I may have seen him get punched as a oh, storm shadow okay I've seen him get punched in a movie before, and he was the T one thousand in Genesis. We're sorry, <laughs> we're sorry.
1: We don't know who is to blame for that, but yes, remakes. You know what? I'd love to see remade. What
0: League of Extraordinary Gentlemen?
1: Yeah, like, God, was that fucked? Up. That that got fucked up so much coming out of the gate.
0: It's like I want to oh, say that's actually on. The, I I want to uh, say someone's doing that for TV now. Okay, I want to say that one's actually on the list of excellent. I look forward to that. Because
1: as long as it's not Sean Connery, <laughs> refer, you know, completely ignoring everything that made the characters playing cool.
0: Oh, okay. So they tried it as a TV show, passed on it, and now they're doing it as a movie again. Okay. I will watch that. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I'm fine for that. But so so Ghostbusters, they're like, okay.
1: Ghostbusters.
0: They, they announced <sighs> this. They say Paul Feig, who has made some movies I like and some I don't.
1: I haven't seen one of his I didn't like. Um, now, admittedly, I haven't seen The Heat, but it still looks great. I want to yeah. see
0: it. Like I think, I think the heat was the one where I'm like, mm. I've not seen Spy yet, which is apparently the really good one. Oh, and it is so good! Oh my god! But they, they then they announced the cast, and I'm like, I don't know who two of these people are. But because you
1: don't watch Saturday Night Live,
0: yeah, that that's it's basically having a
1: Renaissance. The Renaissance,
0: I say, sir. Well, I I don't have cable right that, that, now.
1: That's Latin so. for don't
0: give me your excuses. Okay, I do not have. I will. Okay, I I should be doing more work to see what's going on in SNL now if it's doing better these days. But what I'm saying well, is, it's Leslie, it's a bunch of SNL kidding. people, and I'm sure they're fine. And so, well, I actually went and looked up a Leslie Jones sketch and a, her on Weekend Report one time, and I'm like, oh, no, she can do this. She's good. Yes. And then I saw the movie, and I'm like, it has issues. Huh. Those issues are not in any way related to the director or the cast or the writing. I think it comes down to someone at Sony saying, we're spending a lot of money on this. It needs a big, dumb third act. And they're like, this is a comedy. Comedy. We don't know how to have a big, dumb action third act. <laughs> well, the action was
1: not bad, to be honest. It was It was all based around punching ghosts.
0: Yeah, it, it's just sort of very there. And Honestly, I, feel like... I could have done with... Go okay. ahead.
1: So where do we want to start with this?
0: Okay, so let's start with with, with, with Kate McKinnon. Okay. Because she's amazing. She's wonderful. She's my, she, she's my girlfriend. She, she stole every scene she was in <laughs> by doing and unlike other people who just step on everyone else she did exactly what was written to an amazing degree
1: you try saying no to these salty parabolas
0: (laughs) yes she made the product placement hilarious that that happened so infrequently
1: it was so cool She made the product placement glorious
0: and i'm like that was like just just her dancing around with a blowtorch is wonderful yeah (laughs) oh no don't don't do that (laughs) Um, that, that's not safe. Don't, oh, and then she's just like, oh, that's on fire. I'm going to dance with the fire <laughs> extinguisher for a minute. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, that is, see, uh-huh. everything she did was wonderful. I, I was thoroughly, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed everything she did. I hope she gets a lot of work because of this.
1: I know I discovered her four years ago because she was playing, uh, oh Jesus. Who was the guy who ran against Obama the second time and lost?
0: Ah, <sighs> You know who I'm talking about. Yes, I am. Mormon dude. Oh, yeah, that guy. We'll put it in the show. Mittens. (laughs) Mittens? Mitt Romney, yes. Mitt Romney, there you go.
1: So she played his wife on an SNL sketch, and she was so funny. And I'm like, this woman's hilarious, and I want to see more of her. And I haven't seen nearly enough of her, but she's
0: still out there, which is great. So Kate McKinnon, great. Uh, Do you hate Christian Wick? Uh, Christian Wick's Chris. Kristen Wiig is generally pretty good at things. I, I like yes. I like what she can do. I think Melissa McCarthy would have been the deal breaker just because a lot of the work she does is Chris Farley ish, like like see, a lot of her. Mo- you
1: didn't see Spy.
0: Yeah, that's the problem. Is I saw I saw like whatever that stupid road movie she tried to do, or half or half an hour of that stupid road movie instead Tammy? of Spy. Yet yeah, not no not it might have been Tammy. Identity Theft identity thief okay. like it is yeah. it is she is it, it it like her shtick in that seemed to seem to be she's fat and clumsy ha ha laugh at her and I'm like uh I don't know if I want Pratt falls in my Ghostbusters and there was one Pratt fall in my Ghostbusters and it was great. It was a great Pratt fall uh the thing where the, the they're testing the Proton pack and she just gets sprayed oh God, around yes. the alley so and I'm around. like Yeah that no that's a Ghostbusters Pratt fall. What can I say? Yes.
1: <laughs> Why am I the one holding the unlicensed nuclear accelerator? You have the longest arms. <laughs> so good. Uh, okay, so Kristen Wig she did a good job doing what she does, which is awkward <laughs> I think we could have. I think there are some even better scenes with her and McCarthy, Mac- Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy's character on the cutting room floor.
0: Oh, I think there's a lot of cool stuff on the floor. I also think there's a dumb scene where they break up for no reason.
1: Yes, because she seems
0: to be coming back as like, opposed to it, just it, catching up. It's a it's a much bigger deal that she's back with that Swiss Army knife, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah, and then and then Leslie Jones, who was great, like, oh. Your table is waiting for you, Miss Jones.
1: Did you know she's working in the, for the, uh, for I can't remember, for, I think for NBC at the Olympics.
0: Yes, they, they sent her to the Olympics to comment from the stands, <laughs> which is great. She is.
1: Which is good, because crowd work is what she's best at.
0: Yeah, like, th- those four is great, I think. Chris Hemsworth, I was surprised at how funny he could be. Oh just, because God, he's he's, so just because everything else he's in is kind of bland. He was one of the best parts of the, of the first Star Trek remake,
1: of the first Star Trek reboot film. Just as George Kirk for like five minutes. It was a good so, five you know, minutes. You know, he can do drama. Yeah. Uh, with some action. But comedy, I don't think I've seen as much of him before. So like it, this was good. Yeah. It was so funny. And I wish they hadn't cut out the dance sequence and put it into a credit thing.
0: Like, I feel like that was their their end action sequence was just him dancing. And they're like, no, you have to fight ghosts. I'm like, no, Chris Hemsworth is dancing.
1: <laughs> Chris Hemsworth is dancing. What seems to be what is wrong with you? You went to Harvard and this is what you come up with? So
0: you up. you went to business school and you can't see how this will draw people to a theater. You 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 realize one of your rivals made nearly a billion dollars on Channing Tatum dancing, right? <laughs> no you don't do you wow you know you're
1: just sitting there staring off into space you're thinking about your next hooker cocaine
0: binge oh god you're 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 still convincing yourself that pan wasn't your fault pan was your fault oh it was all your faults bringing brian singer back to the x-men was all your faults that's not a bad thing well shut your damn mouth we're gonna have this now are we no, well, okay, the real fault is not keeping the guy who did First Class around. That would have been helpful. Like, have, them alternate, well the- have them alternate movies or something. Singer would have been nice as just the uh, producer. Producer, maybe some story credits, I don't know. But then... he li- <sighs> But yes.
1: But then the, Ghostbusters. Uh, the Ghostbusters! Okay, I, cameos.
0: You, I re- no, I actually want to say, before we get to cameos, I really appreciate the fact that it was not sort of this direct correlation in casting, where it's not like... Yeah. This is the Egon, this is the Venkman. It's sort of like, no, no, they're all their own characters, and you can see them convincingly as people who would bust ghosts.
1: Well, the thing is, in the original, they were all, they were like three parapsychologists. What does that mean? Parapsychologists, we ghost bust. You you don't actually, like, I like they actually have an engineer to build things, you know, doing the thing that engineers do.
0: They have a, they have a physicist, they have,
1: they have a, Like they have one parapsychologist.
0: Yes. And I, I like there, there's some specialization there and I like that. And I like that. And, and, and they have a
1: person who knows New York.
0: And I appreciate that it, unlike the way the first trailer presented her. No, she knows New York. Yeah. Knows deeply, intimately. It matters. It's relevant to the plot several times. Yes. She was,
1: uh, I always thought she's funny. I watched her uh, stand up on uh, Netflix. Um, and like I said, a lot of crowd work. <laughs>
0: See, I gotta, I gotta see that, I gotta see that end up special now. But you know, her sketch stuff was good.
1: Yeah. It's, but yes, so uh, toxic nerddom, bad, never gonna stop. But they were wrong.
0: Yeah, and so I, it's, it's so fitting that the villain of this is that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like they like God. i don't know if someone in the writer's room was like man i just heard the early buzz from the internet we need to make our villain that guy or if they started from our villain is that guy and then the He's internet egg on twitter and then the internet was like we will be that guy at this movie until it comes out and then once it's out it's the greatest the greatest advertising movie. thing ever Okay. Oh, like, oh, well i mean terrifyingly I kind of resented that I had to see it as an overtly political act, but then I got a good movie out of it, so I was fine. (laughs) Yes,
1: I enjoyed it. I saw it twice, and, you know, it was good. I just need to uh, be less exhausted all the time when I go to movies, because that never makes me enjoy them.
0: Yeah. But uh, the Salty
1: Parabolas line jumped out this time. Salty Parabolas
0: will do that. Yes. I mean, I I will still look at people and just say, you know, an aquarium is a spaceship for fish.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They gave him such good lines.
0: Oh, God. Kevin, so dumb. So pretty. So, so right. And then, so getting back to cameos. Yes. Bills was great. Completely Uh, unnecessary, but I think Bills, having someone just be the supernatural debunker that gets thrown out a window... (laughs) Okay, like, I, I appreciated the fact that it was not, like, they could have gone the other way. They could have gone this where it's like, no, she's just vindicated. He, he, he affirms all supernatural things because he saw the go the Ghostbusters do real shit. No, he just dies. I like that anti-climax. Yeah, out the window. I mean, the fact that it, like, that having that character is neat for a little, Almost a sketch, and that's yeah. it. Um, this movie feels more like an SNL movie than other SNL movies, just because it is just like a bunch of people riffing on a premise until the next scene happens. So having to not debunker guy show up and the punchline is he dies is great. <laughs> I like Dan. I like Dan Aykroyd's cabbie just because. No, God, that was annoying. I don't know if it's just because I dislike Dan Aykroyd on a well, Dan a Aykroyd, Aykroyd is, is kind of detestable in many ways. <laughs> He's a bit of a schmuck. I he's a schmuck. I might
1: not go so far as to say detestable,
0: but uh, I think I think I I saw one of his appearances on the news where he's just full on tinfoil hat, and I'm like, I don't like you anymore, Dan. Yeah, it's see, I was I was ready is, to forgive you for Blues Brothers he, 2000, and then you did this on television. His
1: his uh, the problem is the first Ghostbusters to him was a documentary.
0: Yeah, it was nonfiction. So, so having him show up and just be completely not only knowledgeable but completely nonplussed about the whole scenario is fine. <laughs>
1: uh, what's his face? Winston Zedmore. I can't remember actor's name.
0: Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. He was good. I like that. I was worried he wasn't going to make it in. It got.
1: They cut it down to the wire.
0: Down to the wire, man. Same with Sigourney Weaver. I'm like, I was sure she wasn't in. And then Sigourney Weaver shows up and I'm like, safety I forgot light. she
1: was in the original the first time I saw it. I'm like, oh, wait, Sigourney Weaver was in the first movie, wasn't she? Yeah, She's she, that woman Bill Murray was trying to get alone so we could roofie her.
0: Yeah. Oh. She was in both. She only almost yes, got she roofied in one. Yes. <laughs> and Oh, my goodness. And, and just Sigourney Weaver's there and it's like safety lights are for dudes. And I'm like, <laughs> that, <laughs> made so that made me so happy. That made me so happy and uh the that actress would. who played Janine yes. having her having her basically reprise that role except as a hotel desk clerk that was good yes. she was
1: good that was that was a surprise when she showed up i like the Harold Ramis bust well you got to get imagine. him somewhere
0: it's it's almost as good as uh when they snuck Douglas Adams into the hitchhiker's guide movie as a planet Yes. i need to rewatch that cuz i didn't recall that yeah they they sneak him in as one as a planet <laughs> <clears throat> so i think as good as this movie is and it's a great comedy and you should see it and fuck you that guy. All those guys, all those guys. So many of those guys. Um there there are some issues I think. There's a lot of scenes that are just sort of written specifically around getting to quoting something from the first movie. Yeah. Like it's like they... like going out of their way to have like No, okay, so how about this? If there's something strange <laughs>
1: Yeah, even, I even like the, the mass I hysteria
0: like the, bit. Sorry. Even even just sort of getting to mass hysteria. Yeah, we don't want mass hysteria. Well, I mean, at the same time, having the mayor character be so specifically offended about being compared to the guy from Jaws is great. Yeah. <laughs> like that implies a much longer scenario that I'm like, oh, that, that he, he's been he's been compared to the, the mayor from Jaws multiple times. He does not like that idea. He does not like. He does not being, view it
1: as fair. <clears throat> He was good, Andy Garcia, and uh, oh, his assistant, also an SNL alumni, well, currently cast member, I think. Yeah, she does the uh, she does these sketches where she's a former porn star, and they do they're trying to do ads for things, right? But they don't have permission <laughs> to do the ads for things, so they're just making commercials for products and hoping they'll get picked up to be as as uh, promo- as you know, spokespeople. It's really funny. I will send you a link, and we'll put some in the show notes. There we that we will. Yes, but uh,
0: Ugh, now I'm going nuts. This person's name? Yes, I will find it in like a second and a half.
1: Thank God for the 21st century, folks. It is
0: Sicily strong? So yeah, uh, I think e- even just bringing back the Staf Puff Marshmallow Man was like you did that because you thought you had to, and I'm not sure if having that particular weird ass creepy float mascot. Be stay puffed. Added anything at all other than just checking the box for fan service? Yeah, there was too much. I mean, although too having too Slimer good. come back that way, yes. I liked. I liked. I liked. I liked their Slimer as a ghost, as as a ghost who stole the car, eating hot dogs, eating yeah. <laughs> hot dogs, oh God, stealing they... cars. And I'm like, and you know, Jim <laughs> objected to that. I'm like, no, Jim Belushi would do exactly that. And he's like,
1: the ghost of John Bel- of Jim Belushi would do that. Uh, John Belushi, John Belushi, Jim Belushi yes. would. The, Jim Belushi's Jim Belushi. ghost
0: would do something lamer and less uh, less innovative. That would
1: go for several seasons and then Network go
0: too TV long, and no one would ever remember it. I want to say his psychic on that show was kind of good, but I've only I seen half. Kid. I've only seen half an episode of that show, so I don't know. You've got
1: half an episode on me,
0: mate. Ah, uh,
1: according to Jim Belushi, what did we as humans have to
0: do to deserve this? Um. Watching a sitcom on ABC. Okay. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I think I think there is a segment of the market that watches ABC sitcoms, and we we are punished for their transgressions as a whole.
1: I am pretty sure they've got some good ones. I just can't think of any off the top of my head. I don't think so. I think. Uh, hey, fresh off the boat and
0: Blackish are both funny. Okay, those are actually good shows, yeah. Uh,
1: Modern Family, I've seen episodes at random, and that's a good ensemble that occasionally gets some good material to work with.
0: Yeah, I think th- those are good people. I'm not sure if that's a good show.
1: Perhaps since, according to Jim, ABC's comedy arm has, has strengthened, has been doing the curls, as it were. I mean, they
0: did pass on reboot—they They left rebooting Full House to Netflix— they said, which is
1: just, which is just the greatest act of human decency.
0: That that modern. is a, that that that's just human
1: decency right there. They've been showing Last Man Standing since 2011. Is that show good? <laughs> uh, it's got the guy who played Tim Taylor on. It's got. It's a Tim Allen show. Oh god,
0: that's. There's no way that's good. No, there's no way that's good. Uh. But other it's things my, about- it's my
1: Shondaland, so you know okay. comedies may not be their
0: strongest. Yeah, see thing. that's the thing. ABC does have a good drama thing and they used to put on good sci fi shows. Well, yes. they
1: do they still kinda do if you like Agents of Shield, which is not mandatory.
0: I appreciate its non mandatoriness more than anything else these days. <laughs>
1: the problem is agents of shield was fine up until the netflix marvel show started it's like oh oh oh, wait this is not nearly as good as it could be
0: yeah i think i think every other marvel tv production has now shown us that oh shield agents of shield has missed the boat
1: Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not nearly as good as it could be, although right. I am very so, so, happy to have And I
0: guess then there's the big dumb third act of Ghostbusters where yeah. they do a bunch of action scenes and it's clear that these are not action actors in a green screen. And like Kate McKinnon sells it just because they gave her a cool prop yeah and uh she got she
1: got to go in like a friggin gunslinger man
0: yeah that that's it is like she it's like Kate, every cowboy fantasy you've ever had do it, yes, <laughs> and uh Melissa McCarthy got to punch things, which is good, which is good, and then I mean, I don't know why the stilt man Uncle Sam was just sending them in waves. Or why stilt Man Uncle Sam was in charge of the other ghosts. Well, obviously he has authority. He's an Uncle Sam. Uncle <laughs> and Sam, he's Sam. like 12 feet tall. Yes, at
1: the very least. He's, he's, he towers over other ghosts. And I ain't afraid of no ghosts that are under 10 feet tall. <laughs> oh my God, this one is at least 12.
0: <laughs> and I actually really like how brightly colored the ghosts are yes it, not it, all green well i it, it reminds me of the cartoon in a weird way where it, everything was day glow and just a little bit weird looking and having a 12 foot tall stilt uncle sam, stilt man uncle sam is a great thing to draw out of that material true that true that
1: he would have fit in well on the uh, george szinsky produced Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters, not the fake monkey <laughs> Ghostbusters.
0: Uh Filmation's Ghostbusters versus the real Ghosters, Ghostbusters yes. featuring Slimer. The eternal <laughs> the eternal rivals that Filmation really thought they could win.
1: Well, you know, they had the title. They
0: could say, We're gonna have a Ghostbusters cartoon. Well, they did beat them to air by a day. <laughs> They tried so hard. Curse you, Filmation. Oh, Filmation tried so hard Curse so often. <laughs> Curse you and your Star Trek series. Oh my god, they did the Star Trek one? They, they, they if you name it, if, if it's a show you remember from the 70s, it was probably Filmation. Wow. I don't remember much from the 70s. I
1: have a bad memory. I'm getting older.
0: They also did Super Friends. Oh, those fuckers. (laughs) They have to be stopped. (laughs) They they were stopped. I'm pretty sure Filmation is dead and buried. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, (laughs) we have to rescue Aquaman. Cue stock footage of the whole Super Friends running away, including Aquaman. What the hell? Like, someone, no, someone, I, I posted
1: in July why I was in love with Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Because she was because of her Mitt Romney sketch on Saturday Night Live, and someone just retweeted it like half an hour ago, and I'm like, eh, hey, you're digging deep there, fella.
0: Dig deep for your keyword search, man. Yeah. But there we go. And and so yeah. so Ghostbusters, and I yeah, Ghostbusters was really good. I think a lot like a lot of the small parts were great. Yeah. Like like the 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 tour guide at the museum. Oh, he was such a prick. Oh, he's I so him. good. He's that so good. Year, junior. Yeah.
1: That's not possible. Mr. Thompson died 15 years ago. This is his son, Mr. Thompson Jr. That's obviously
0: what I meant. <laughs> Why would you even <laughs> insist on that degree of specificity if Senior is dead?
1: <laughs> oh, he was such a prick, though. I mean, he's like, ah, so good. <laughs> he, he soiled himself.
0: <laughs> and i mean the, uh, the, people are calling the this chinese movie, food delivery guy oh that guy's great <laughs> and that
1: they're just overcompensating
0: <laughs> see see but that that feels so real like you order the yeah. wonton soup and there's one <laughs> yeah, wonton there's a, in it right
1: with one
0: wonton. You, you get one wonton and you just go why do i order soup from t- why do i order soup as takeout it's a terrible idea why did i agree to this
1: well, the uh, it looked like tasty broth. I mean, it definitely was not thin and un- 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 Yeah, that was that was just that place. Just get the fried rice.
0: Well, I mean, there's a certain point where I'm like, why do you keep calling this guy? This is yeah. on you. At a certain point, it's on you. Like if if you, you start to take responsibility
1: for your financial decisions, I'm going to order Chinese food for the Chinese restaurant downstairs, even though it takes them just as long to deliver as it did when I worked in a horrible technical school. Yeah. I would have just marched back down to the kitchen and said, "Give
0: me another goddamn wonton." Yeah, at that point, you kind of. I'm wondering why she ordered takeout. Why? Why didn't she just go to the counter?
1: (laughs) There you go. She has to tip him now, or make a big deal out of not tipping him. Why would you do that?
0: This, like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, Abby. I don't think you're in charge of takeout anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You are no. This magnificent feast represents the last of the petty cash.
0: Yeah. 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 So, so I, I liked, I liked me some Ghostbusters. It's not perfect. It had a a
1: good ensemble cast.
0: I, it, no, it wasn't perfect, which was unfortunate. I mean, had they completely knocked this out of the park, I would have done like a dance through the streets after leaving the theater. Yes. But as it stands, um, it looks like they probably won't get a sequel because they couldn't open in China because China is, in fact, afraid of many ghosts. China are afraid of those ghosts. So many ghosts the Chinese are afraid of. You can't joke about these. These are ghosts. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean that that sucks. That does suck. Yeah, because I'd have been up for more of this. Yeah, and now oh. I think I think they're backing a new animated thing. Maybe okay, that worked. <laughs> I just want to point out the original Ghostbusters didn't need a sequel, but I got one. So yeah, that that's the other thing. It's like oh no. My A film I liked will not become a franchise that oh, I will have to waste a lot of time on over decades and decades, and let it become a core part of my identity or something. How awful. Uh,
1: how tr- terrible for- Oh my god, Cat just leaned up and smacked me in my armpit. That was terrifying.
0: Cat's out for you, man. Yeah. Ah, uh, he's
1: hungry. It's almost his dinner time.
0: Ah, dinner cat.
1: Dinner. Hungry cats are dangerous cats. They will eat your face off. They will. They will. They'll just leap up and go, Row. there's your face. There's
0: then your it'll face. vomit half your face out onto the carpet later, and <clears throat> you'll have to clean up your own face, which is no, literally insult the and in- injury all at once.
1: Well, the cat will eat the face if you leave the face on the ground. <laughs>
0: Uh, you still have to clean up the weird goop.
1: Yeah, the goop has got to be it. the the goop soaked, the <laughs> goop in which your face is soaked, must be tidied up. Uh, Tidy up the face goop, the face soap go- soaking goop.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I got nothing. So in the meantime, we still have IDW continuing to give Eric Burnham mini series of Ghostbusters comics, even after the ongoing got pulled. Which I, find I was l- not aware of this. You see, see, so Eric Burnham has been writing, wrote an ongoing Ghostbusters show, uh comic set in specifically the movie slash game verse. Okay. For a couple of years, and it was great. I heartily recommend it, wholeheartedly. Um, mm-hmm. Like there are text bubbles next to Vegman's head, and Bill Murray is saying exactly mm. that. <laughs> like it is exactly on the nose for dialogue, and so they 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 pulled it when they let him do a big story arc, and then they pulled it, and then jerks. And then immediately they gave him, uh, do a five-issue mini. Do a different five-issue mini. Do a different five-issue mini. (laughs) So, So they have crossed over with the animated version of the Ghostbusters. Well, that's as you do. The Ninja Turtles. As you do. And now they are... Back in what the animated
1: Ninja Turtles or the uh, the film Ninja Turtles or the comics Ninja Turtles? The
0: current comics Ninja Turtles. Well, that's just madness. I know. Like that, like that, that, that—that's the baffling part of the whole Ninja Turtles crossover. It's like it is not animated Turtles and animated Ghostbusters teaming up, but madness. madness. And so maybe, maybe after he does this current series where the Ghostbusters go around the world, they will do a series where Eric Burnham. Up
1: with Star Trek yet?
0: They have not teamed up with Star Trek yet. It's an op- It's an option because IDW has the rights to both. Because I know they did a 30 Days of Night Star Trek
1: Transformers mass crossover or something like oh,
0: that. Oh, IDW's crossovers are weird. There's a Ninja Turtles X-Files one. X-Files Transformers (sighs) Hi, Scott. Scott,
1: hello. Hi. Yeah? Scott, it's Justin. Hello. Sorry, I think the line is breaking up because it sounded like you just said there's an X-Files Ninja Turtles crossover, and I know this world isn't stupid (laughs) enough for that to happen.
0: The X-Files also crossed over with Transformers. Scott! There are robots in disguise among us, Scully, (laughs) and I will prove it to you.
1: I want to believe in robots in disguise, Scully. (laughs) Shut up, Mulder. (laughs) Yeah, literally, no one likes you.
0: Oh my <laughs> god, God! But what, what I'm saying a is Transformers that Eric. Ex- what I'm saying is that Eric Burnham could do these characters in a, in a series, and I would read it. That would happen. That sounds interesting. <laughs> cross over with the Transformers. <laughs> oh God, so dumb! I know what I'm buying you for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, make sure you include
1: one bullet. No, <laughs> two bullets. That's what. Well. <laughs> Made.
0: okay uh, fine geez. but they're gonna find but they're gonna be some sort of obscure caliber and you'll just be sitting there being like how do we even buy a gun that chambers these <laughs>
1: i think i have to i have to buy a specialized gun and then because it only takes five
0: of these in the chamber it's like, scott why did you buy me two 4570s? What do I? What do I? What do I even have to get for this? I don't know either, Justin. Let's have the fun.
1: It involves a tube of some kind and a homemade firing pin. Uh-huh. It will probably explode in my hands when I try to use it the first time. God! Ah! X-Files, Ninja Turtles crossover. These are words that I'm saying <laughs> that make no sense sad were they good (laughs) just were they enjoyable did they have a certain love i look i have to believe that if these things are going to exist someone found a way to make it a good idea they found a way to tell a story that captured the essence of the human experience
0: oh wait they did cross the ghostbusters did cross over with the x-files
1: Well, that just makes sense. That is actually
0: completely logical. And the crow
1: and the X-Files? Once again, yes, that. (laughs) Look, nothing you've said will ever seem strange again after you said the words Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles X-Files crossover. Humanity cannot hope to surpass
0: that achievement. That is the pinnacle of oddness. Holy God! X-Files. Oh man, they also crossed over with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I buy that. I buy that. I buy that. Because she's a witch. She's a witch. So yeah, so yes, yeah, so we live in a world where the X-Files <laughs> crossed over with the Transformers, and it's hard to process that sometimes.
1: <laughs> All I
0: times. Guess. Always. It's weird. Oh, Transformers.
1: You see, X-Files, Transformers doesn't work for anything. <laughs> Even G.I. Joe... Almost G.I. Joe, but not quite. Ah! Uh, God uh, almighty.
0: The, Le- the lone gunmen team up with Optimus Prime and Bumblebee to rescue Ratchet from the clutches of a mysterious organization seeking to exploit <laughs> the secrets of Cybertronian biotech to create a deadly virus.
1: Cybertron doesn't have biotech. It has tech. It literally has tech. They're robots. They're robots that turn into other machines. They are machines all the way down. There's no bio about it. If you say Cybertron has biotech, you have literally just... Set me up on a vendetta to kill you and your family. Tell me who did this, Scott. And I have to stop them.
0: His name is Paul Crilly.
1: Paul Crilly! Vendetta, vendetta. I'm drawing my finger across my neck, Paul Crilly.
0: <laughs> See this this is this this is specifically a x-files miniseries that was a follow-up to infestation infestation being the series where the zombies from uh robots zombies versus robots uh crossing (laughs) over into transformers star trek gi joe and ghostbusters of course
1: there are zombies crossing over with transformers star trek gi joe and ghostbusters (laughs)
0: crossing over wait are ghostbusters and gi joe in the same setting uh According to this comic, they now are. Does Cobra have a ghost division? If the they ghosts... don't, they should.
1: If they don't, they do now. It's my fanfare. <laughs> I'm going to make up snake ghost, Ghost serpent. Ghost.
0: <laughs> serpent specter. Ecto
1: serpents. The ecto serpents. There you go. <laughs> Fucking hell. You see... you see what you have wrought? You sons of... Just, this is all your fault. You have sown the wind and you shall reap the <laughs> whirlwind of a cobra division that handles ghosts. Welcome to the Terror Drove. <laughs> it's haunted now. That's
0: the Terror Drove. <laughs> uh. So on that madness, do we have any other Somebody thoughts? Somebody's going to get hurt
1: real bad. Oh. You, we were doing good up until you decided to just mouth off about IDW's propensity to be assholes. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, seriously? Gee, I, uh, I was I uh, crossover with zombies and Star Trek. Did Captain Kirk sleep with Scarlet?
0: He would have to. Uh,
1: well, you know, he might. She's a very attractive woman. He's a very handsome man. They get into high-stress situations fighting Cobra and Klingons. Is there a Klingon in Cobra now? Maybe. Well, <laughs> no maybes. This is this is my headcanon now. <laughs> headcanon, yes, it comes around to bite you in the ass. When someone who's an idiot decides to have headcanon, nobody is safe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the world we live in now
1: this is the world
0: this is the- welcome to the 21st century justin is going to assault oh, us God. all with all of Ghost. the weird see see now justin has gone full-on westfall universe about the oh, idw w comics and can't back uh, away there's no safety not a second All right.
1: (sighs) I'm giddy. I'm giddy, folks (laughs) Wait. If
0: the X Files have crossed over with the Ninja Turtles and the simpsons does that mean homer and michelangelo have to settle their differences over a pizza eating contest
1: let's i want to see this that is like the least crazy thing you've said tonight <laughs> all right homer and michelangelo having a pizza eating contest sure pizza and donut eat pizza with donuts on top eating contest that's what the what are the stakes who cares <laughs> <laughs> we're all gonna lose pop culture is decided into the fucking snake ouroboros eating its own tail.
0: Okay. God damn it. Speaking of IDW crossovers... (laughs) No! Stop speaking of IDW crossovers! One more. You're just doing this to cause me pain. One more for you, Justin. I'm looking at a cover that has Rom Space Knight shooting lasers at G.I. Joe's. Uh, That would have been tolerable in the Marvel Universe. No longer. But no longer. No longer. longer.
1: And it's all Spider-Man's fault. Somehow. (laughs) Well, Spider-Man... Crossed over with the Transformers. Yes, and I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I, I literally I can't. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I honestly, my lips are all right. I can raise my arms above my hand.
0: Okay, that's good. I
1: don't feel like my face is losing any elasticity. uh What is C? <laughs> I don't know. What What do you smell? Are you having? You know, I think if you could type in "Are you having a stroke?" into your search engine, you're probably, you're probably not. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> F-A-S-T, that's it. Face, arms, slurring, uh, speech difficulty, time to call 911. That's what the T
0: stands for in FAST? Yes. I spent like a year trying to remember. (laughs) Uh, I thought it was a fourth symptom. And it's like, no, it's like if you have the first three, do the fourth thing. Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Okay. Okay, this is the world we live in. Yes. Good night. Good luck. Alright, folks. Have you don't need to know again. about Mars Attack's kiss. Ah, ah, there's nothing left. There's nothing. <laughs>
1: I feel like the fucking agent from Serenity. There is nothing left to see. Just walk backwards into the rain. Gosh, I thought this smelled bad. On the outside.
0: I thought they smelled bad on the outside. It's released under Creative Commons Attribution Share of Life Non-Commercial 3.0 International License. Please visit spopodcast.com for contact information, social media links, and past episodes.